Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome back. Whether you're watching this, listening to it on your phone, however you're consuming the podcast, uh, audio or video, appreciative of you being here. Uh, back to maximize your Monday once again. New guests with me, an uh, old friend of mine, Donnie, joining the show here. Thanks so much for jumping on here, taking some time out of your day to to chat with me about what you do and not just how you made it to where you are, but how you try to provide guidance to other people looking to to form their own paths as well. Thanks, Matt. Good to be on with you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So if you watch the show, you know, we start off just kind of breaking down what we've got going on for the week ahead. So big week for me here uh, with the company. We've started to to get more involved in uh, campus recruiting, college recruiting. So this week, I'm actually going to be uh, at Northern Kentucky doing a campus recruiting event. So really looking forward to that, just kind of meeting, hopefully, some future colleagues of mine as I discuss the open positions that we have, internships or otherwise, and just kind of talk to prospective students about what they can do, how Novalex can kind of assist them in their career path. So really looking forward to kind of making that a part of my job as we move forward here and kind of discussing what we do and, and how we can kind of align with career goals of college, juniors, seniors, freshmen, whoever's there, you know, welcome to, to stop by the table and looking forward to, to meeting everyone. So that's kind of what's motivating me and my goal for the week. But uh, in terms of other stuff that I have going on as we continue to make this a priority, just looking at other campuses that, uh, you know, we can visit in the near future to just kind of make that uh, come to fruition and be more involved in campus recruiting. So if you're looking for someone to come and, and speak, I'm more than willing to do that as well. So uh, goals, motivators, all kind of wrapped up into one with that. Um, and so in terms of last week, some wins that we had going forward was we start the internship program here. I've already gotten two fulfilled. So looking forward to, to having some more interns join, join the company here in the coming weeks. So that's what's going on on my end. Donnie, what's going on in your world this week? Oh, so um, I am navigating the uh, home buying process in uh, in a crazy market. So I've uh, been, been looking for about 18 months now. Um, started, you know, a little after the, the COVID years, uh, which wasn't the greatest time to, to jump in. But uh, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, just just looking every day, every week, um, trying to find something that works for my wife and I. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's it's crazy out there that market. So it's it was crazy five years ago, and it looks like it's not going to stop being crazy like anytime soon. So yeah, I, I mean, inventory's still pretty low. Prices are high. I mean, it's kind of a perfect storm of of high interest rates. You know, the 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 prices of houses aren't going down and. And and owners just don't want to sell. They don't want to trade their two percent rate for a seven. So you can't blame them, but it makes it a little more more difficult for you know buyers. Yeah, definitely, definitely does. So uh, you and I have known each other for some time now, but uh, in terms of your your professional goals, you and I haven't really kind of talked about that too much. And what really led you down to to where you are? So you're working currently as a senior academic advisor. So. What kind of drew you to that as you were going through college and, and deciding what you wanted to do for yourself? What kind of stood out to you as, you know, this this kind of aligns with where I want to be and what I want to do? Was it someone that kind of helped you out and as a college advisor themselves or was it something else that, that drew you to it? Well, I kind of had an interesting path. Um, graduated high school 2001, just took a year off, lived in Philadelphia and just worked for a year. Um, then I went to a two-year culinary program uh, near Atlantic City, 
I uh, got an associate's in culinary arts. I thought, you know, that was the the industry that I wanted to be in. I learned fairly quickly that, you know, um, that's that's a grind of an industry every Friday, Saturday, every holiday. Um, so uh, I, I shifted gears. I, I went to a four year school. Um, I was majoring in education. Um, my ideal uh, goal would be to teach high school and coach football. Um, and I, I went through a five-year bachelor master's program, graduated. Um, that next year, I did a Peace Corps process. I applied to go to the Peace Corps. Um, that was a year-long process. Uh, the next summer, um, I was getting my papers in order to be shipped uh, to South Africa uh, for two years, but I had so much student loan debt. And, you know, as some of you may or may not know, the Peace Corps doesn't really provide, you know, a whole lot of revenue for you. So um, I shifted gears. It was late in the summer to get a teaching job. So I applied for uh, an admissions position in higher education. Um, it was for a private for profit uh, career college. I worked there for uh, two or three years. Um, and I, I really liked higher ed, but I wanted to shift more to the academic side. Um, so I, I got a job at community college in New Jersey, worked for about a year and a half as uh, that was my first advising experience. Um, and now I, I've been um, at Thomas Edison State University in, in New Jersey um, for about 11 years now. Um, so no, I, I, I didn't see myself in higher ed when I first started my educational journey. Yeah. Um, I, I feel that's, that's true for uh, a lot of folks that, that get training or go to school for, you know, a certain career and don't end up in that career. Um, but I, 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 I love my job. I love what I do. Um, I don't have to do the lesson planning of, of, uh, right. of high school teachers. So that's, that's pretty enjoyable. But uh, no, we work mostly with adult students. So um, I help students, you know, pick majors, um, course selection, um, some career advice. Um, so it's it's really um, rewarding to work with students that, you know, have been working on a degree for maybe 15, 20 years, just never finished. They come back and can finally accomplish that educational goal. Right. Right, gotcha. So I have a pretty deep network of educators who are looking to transition into something new. And I know for some of them, they they still want to have their their finger on the pulse of education. And some of them do look into, you know, it, uh, career development and, you know, academic advising as an opportunity. So for you, what were some of those things as you went through the coursework and, and getting your certificate, preparing to be a, a high school teacher that you saw that you could easily transfer over and, and still be successful while still keeping in that path of education? Sure. I mean, I, my teacher prep program, I mean, um, understanding curricula was was a huge part um, of my understanding of uh, not just a secondary education, but higher ed education curricula in, in general. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think having a firm knowledge base on how courses are structured, um, how degree programs are put together, um, you know, really aided me in in furthering and making that transition between admissions and and um you know the academic side mm -hmm. i mean admissions is great every school needs admissions um i didn't necessarily like the sales kind of aspect of it mm -hmm. um you know i i would found especially you know i was working for a for-profit institution so it was you know enroll 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 even if i you know interviewed with students and felt that we weren't the greatest you know um <clears throat> school for them 
you know, I would be responsible for trying to enroll them, which in some cases it didn't really work out. Hence why I don't work at that school anymore. And, and I, and I moved on to bigger and better things. Um, but I, I think, um, understanding, um, like I said, understanding curricula was, was probably the most helpful, uh, piece of that, but also just understanding how um, certain educational paths can match uh, well with with certain careers. Mm -hmm. So what did that research process look like for you when you were looking at those opportunities? You know, because a lot of people are in that position that you alluded to wanting to do the Peace Corps, but having the debt and not necessarily being able to do that. And a lot of people looking to transition into something new right now can't necessarily go back to school and, and get that other degree. So with that process in mind for you as, you know, I need to start something and I can't really dive into something completely different again. Mm -hmm. How did you eventually just kind of land on that as stuck out to you as, you know, okay, yeah, this, this aligns with still being where I want to be. Yeah, sure. Um, like I said, I mean, the, um, the admissions, the early part of my higher ed career, the admissions uh, piece of it was, I mean, it, it was fulfilling that, you know, these these students, uh, prospective students were were seeking an education in X, Y, Z, you know, fields. Um, and, you know, that was, uh, I, I really enjoyed helping them, taking that first step into getting. Uh, the, the, the pressure of, of, you know, the putting pressure on the students to enroll when maybe they're not ready. Um, I think we all need a little bit of push here and there. Mm -hmm. um, but when you are evaluated based on sheer, sheerly based on the number of students you enroll, um, you know, it, it, it kind of took away from um, uh, the, the essence of what education should be sure. and, and helping students achieve those goals. Um I found getting into the public sector of education uh, is much uh, more freeing. Um, and the academic side, um, they already made the choice to, you know, come to school here. So, um, you know, now my my responsibility is to guide them in developing their degree plans and uh, achieving their educational goals um, at a larger scale. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think... Um, I don't want to say it fell in my lap, um, but it it kind of uh, once I got into higher ed in the public sector, I knew I wasn't I wasn't turning back. Okay. Um, you know, the the flexibility of my job is is pretty great. Um, you know, it's it's um, it's a state university. So, you know, it's it's um, you get the you know, you're basically a state employee. So there's a lot of benefits that go along with that. Mm -hmm. um, and that just the nature of my job, I, I just I love helping students, especially the adult students, um, you know, achieve their goals that they've been trying to achieve for for decades. Yeah. So what does that process look like then? <laughs> you know, someone who is constantly giving that advice and helping people find the path that they want to be on. You know, now you're in a position where you're not saying, you know, just do this because I need you to, but you can kind of walk them through and, you know, what do you want to do and how can I help you get there type of thing. So what does that overall process look like for you in terms of pulling that information out from them to fully understand where they want to be so you can help them get on that path? Sure. So um, I, I typically take a stance with students. I mean, we have some students that that are in a career, um, you know, that that 
just need a degree, any degree, it doesn't matter what it's in. There's folks that are, you know, mid-career transitioning into another industry. Um, I always start with asking students, you know, where they've been, where they're at now, and where they're where they want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, where they've been um, is, you know, experiences that they've had, um, education that they've started, things that they've done in their past to kind of, you know, build their their resume or, you know, skills that they possess. Um, where they're at now, you know, um, where uh, assessing, you know, what what they're doing now in their career, their personal life, um, you know, how fulfilling, you know, their current positions are. Um, and then where they're going is obviously looking ahead to the future. You know, where are you at now? And, and, and you know, what changes would you like to see? Maybe it's a drastic change, a totally new industry. Um, maybe it's just getting some uh, promotion within your current organization. Um, so that that kind of helps me gauge, you know, how best to formulate their 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 degree path. Um, they might have one thing in mind after you know consideration. Um, you know, they might totally shift directions. So um, it is it is very individualistic. Um, I, I take um, more not so much a prescriptive. Um, and you see this, you know, with with some schools, especially younger students, you know, advisors say, hey, you take this, this, this and this. Um, whereas, you know, uh, working with adult students, you can have, you know, a, a broader conversation as far as, OK, what skills are you trying to develop? And then here's the curriculum. Obviously, the degree curriculum is the degree curriculum. So <laughs> but how can we incorporate maybe some new learning um, within that curriculum, maybe some creative learning, maybe some skills that, you know, aren't necessarily going to help you in your career, but might help you as a hobby, or maybe just you want to learn more about a a, a specific subject. So um, all that kind of plays into, you know, what I do on a daily basis. Um, Now, as far as students um, developing their plans, I mean, really, you know, part of my job is, you know, to understand, you know, industry trends, um, uh, you know, in demand career fields, um, some career fields, you know, really doesn't matter what degree you have in as, as long as you have relevant experience, um, other fields like computer science, IT, you know, require more specialized training. So, um, but there's also even a shift in, in that where, you know, possibly college degrees might not have as much weight as it did, you know, maybe 10, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the IT field. Cause a lot of, a lot of IT, um, you know, companies are developing their own training programs. So sometimes they would rather have new hires, you know, with a blank slate and they can teach them the way they want things to be done. So, yeah, yeah, all that kind of plays into, you know, my approach in advising students, um, as well as, you know, getting them to think about some of these more uh, holistic um, approaches to building their education plan. Gotcha. So now one of the questions that I get a lot, and I'm sure that, that you get this too, you know, working with the, the adult students, a lot of the, the times that they've been doing something for so long, they've been preparing for that beyond that, and then they get the imposter syndrome, you know, can I really do this? Am I going to be able to succeed in something new? All I've ever done is X, how am I going to transition into Y? So for you having that unique perspective, because you have transitioned to, you know, from culinary into education and then into higher education, is that something that you've been able to use to encourage them to to go on the same path and try to help them get past that self-doubt that they're fighting? 
Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, number one thing is, is you know, um, ensuring them that a lot of skills in a lot of different areas are transferable to other industries. Um, you know, that that's that's probably one of the key components is, hey, yeah, you may have, um, you know, computer skills or organizational skills in, in this specific field. But if you think outside the box a little bit, you could use those same skills to be successful in, in you know, um, in a parallel uh, industry. So, um, yeah, certainly, you know. That can be if you've been in a career for 20 years and you're shifting gears, that can be, you know, it seemed like a daunting task. But again, and, and part of it is how you sell yourself as well. Um, you know, resumes are, are crucial now um, because mo most uh, job applica applications are going through digital software. Mm -hmm. uh, before a human even looks at it. So, you know, if you don't have if, if you don't have the right skills to develop your resume, to have the keywords um, in your resume that are in the job description, a human's probably not even going to look at, at at your application. So, um, yeah, I, I think that transferable skills thing, and it's not really something a lot of people think about until you talk through yeah. um, with them. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I can definitely see how that that transitions into, you know, this new career. Yeah, definitely. Now, as an academic advisor, I know that, you know, your your job title isn't resume writer or career coach. So, you know, how much do you really do when it comes to that in terms of <clears throat> helping them get the tools that they need to give that resume a revamp to make sure it's highlighting the appropriate skills? You know, what what is your involvement if someone says to you, I, I have an interview now that I'm pursuing this degree? You know, what what's mm -hmm. usually your your take on that in, in terms of advising them, either yourself or pointing them in the right direction to get the, the preparation they need. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I would say um, mainly my job focuses on, you know, um, choosing a degree, um, creative ways to complete degrees. Uh -huh. um, and, you know, we, we talked, it's it, as far as the career advice or um, interviewing skills, I really give resources for that um more so than I just give the information directly myself that's not necessarily while while part of my role is to guide students and and you know develop how they think about career changes or the careers that they're in, currently in how to progress in that career um most colleges and universities do have um career development offices that would help more so with the the intro parts of you know, resume writing and and interview skills and uh, job search skills, things like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, there there's there's an element that I touch on with my students, um, but a lot of it is more providing you know additional resources, um, you know, to to look at potential careers, job growth outlooks. Um, the Bureau of Labor Statistics has a job outlook handbook um, that they put out, you know, you can uh, keyword search by industry and it'll tell you, you know, projected growth or declines in any specific field for the next 10 years. So those um, it's really I take a, a philosophy of, of providing students and helping them build their toolbox. Okay. Uh, it's it's not prescriptive that I just tell you do this do that it's it's how to do it and and understanding you know the whys uh, especially with selecting classes listen you have to take a free elective um, it can literally be in any subject um, you might as well take something that you're interested in or something that you know 
um, you want to develop new skills in. Um, I could tell you, you know, take XYZ course, but that's not helpful. Um, it's your education. Um, you know, it's, it's your educational journey. So I will provide the tools for you to make the, you know, most informed decisions that, that, you know, will meet your personal and educational and career goals. Yeah, perfect. So last question then before I get you out of here is the same question I ask anyone who jumps on here with me and that's the, the advice portion. And, you know, for someone who's in a position where you're advising constantly, you know, what, what is that piece of advice that you either usually give to <clears throat> students when they're kind of looking at their path and determining what they want to do or a piece of advice that you received kind of along your way that was really beneficial for you since you made a few changes along the way yeah sure um i i think with with educational decisions and this this could stem from recent you know um high school students that are that are you know are in 10th grade when they're starting their college search um to adult students is um do shadowing programs um if you're if you're interested in pick pick three fields that you might be interested in um take the next six months three months whatever contact people either you know in your social network um or just pick up the phone and call a company say hey i'm xyz i'm a you know junior in high school or hey i'm i'm looking for you know a career change i'm an adult student um i just wanted to pick your brain as far as you know let's say accounting, mm -hmm. um, you know, some students might say, Hey, I'm good at math. I want to be an accountant that don't necessarily realize what the day-to-day -day life of an accountant looks like. Right. You know, if you say, I want to be an accountant, but I, I, you know, want to, you know, be outdoors and, you know, um, that kind of thing, you know, those two careers, you know, those two desires don't necessarily match up. So, um, yeah, I mean, for, for any high school students listening, even college students, um, as we know, college students change their majors quite a bit. Um, that can can really have an impact on graduation timeline and um, and the money you spend in college. So, you know, really get out there, network with people, talk to people in in the career fields that you're considering. That is the best way to understand, you know, not only what that person does on a daily basis, but what the the uh, growth outcomes look like. Um, what specific credentials you're going to need um, to get into those fields. And you can find those on job boards as well, monster.com, indeed.com. Hey, if you're looking, you know, to be, a, you know, a, a drug and alcohol counselor, you know, go to these job boards, look up drug and alcohol counselor in my area, start looking at the job descriptions. They'll tell you, you know, what skill sets you need, what educational credentials you need, any professional uh, licenses or certifications. Um so that's that's something um this career exploration piece is something that i think is missing from our educational system and it and it should start you know in high school now I'm, even i mean i feel i feel kids should be kids we should allow kids to be kids um but I think you can start early on, maybe ninth grade, um, with thinking about different careers. And every every summer, you know, just shadow a a, a new career. Um, I really think that's the best way to approach. Um, what am I going to be doing for the rest of my life? Because mm -hmm. you know, our current system, you know, we kind of expect students. You know, one day they have to raise their hand to go to the bathroom, and then the next day they have to, you know, 
make the most important decision of their life of what they're going to do for a job for the rest of their life. And it's just, it's not sustainable. Um, and honestly, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, that, that would be my biggest piece of advice for folks, um, that are either thinking about, you know, going to school at a, at a young age or, you know, mid-level career changes, that sort of thing, Re research the industries, talk to people in those industries. That's going to be a wealth of information. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Donnie, I'm, I'm very appreciative of you taking the time again. Um, if you're not connected with Donnie on LinkedIn, feel free to do that. Otherwise, um, you know, we appreciate you taking some time to listen, watch, and we will see you next Monday. Absolutely. Thanks, man.